Section 5 of Scenes in Europe. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Brontosaurus. Scenes in Europe for the amusement and instruction of little tarry-at-home travellers by Isaac Taylor Lapland Part 10 Lapland Witch Selling a Wind It is something to have escaped the whirlpool by keeping quite out of its reach, and to find oneself on firm ground. But where are we now? In Lapland. Why, this is not like England at all. How short the men are, and all clothed in skins. And the women, too. One can hardly tell one from the other, but they seem very happy. I should not wonder if they love their mountains and their huts and their reindeer as well as we do our green fields and white cottages, our cows and our horses and our farmyards. Well, so much the better for them. May we go into their houses? I suppose so, if we knock at the door and behave civilly. But there is no door, nor chimney, only this narrow hole for us to creep in and the smoke to creep out. Well, and the inside is all lined with skins, warm enough, and there's a fire in the middle, and places parted off with skins all round for several families to have each their own room. Jack Frost may whistle outdoors if he pleases, but he can hardly get his nose in here. But what has that old woman got? A string full of knots, and she tells the captain that if he unties them as she bids him, he shall have whatever wind he wishes for, and he is fool enough to believe her, and is giving her money for it. What a silly set all round! Well, let me rejoice that I have been better taught. I can read my Bible, and know, therefore, that God sends wind and rain, snow or sunshine, to fulfil his word. Part 11. Travelling with a sledge drawn by reindeer. Gee ho, a pretty pace too, ambling and trotting, and so you can go thirty or forty miles without stopping, can you? Now it seems the reindeer serves the Laplanders instead of horse and cow and sheep. He carries their burdens, draws their travelling sledges, the milk finds them in drink and in cheese, the skins make their clothes and cover their tents, the flesh is eaten, and the sinews make bowstrings and thread for sewing. Yet he lives on only a little moss, which he digs with his foot from under the snow. Though they ramble about, yet at the sound of a horn they will come home. Part 12. North Cape On Europe's utmost northern point I stand, where boundless spreads the ocean foaming round. Beyond me to the Arctic Pole, no land, no habitation, verdure, life is found. Here desolation holds his frozen throne, Winter with magic wand the palace rears, 
the obedient wave becomes translucent stone while rich with icicle the work appears ye rocks all wild and rough of size sublime unchanged since first the almighty flung ye here terrific barren vast defying time the mind o'erwhelmed appalled recoils with fear such need ye be your stormy place to hold rich pasture mould weak barrier soon would cease guardians of europe yea like warriors bold defend the lovelier vales which smile in peace here dash the waves like mountains rolling on as if at once to sweep the rock away the giant rock the effort spurns tis gone the roar the eddy and the foaming spray yet here the summer's sun shall linger bright the horizon's blazing edge skim round and round one day of months conjoined and then one night ceaseless and dreary marks each annual bound yet here the moon her burnished lamp shall shew with mimic daylight blazon night's dull face cheer ebon darkness to a milder hue and give to arctic snows a lovely grace yet here the aurora through the north shall blaze with streaming light to cheer the traveller's way the playful brilliant oscillating rays shall light up night to cheerful holiday end of section five